Welcome to the Detroit Lions Morning Rounds. I'm Jimmy Liao. Let's do an injury recap of the Panthers game as well as looking forward to the Thanksgiving game. All my predictions are not based on any insider information, but based on video analysis, injury reports, and Lions historical trends, which I've followed closely for many years. Thanksgiving game, DeAndre Swift will be out. He reported to have a concussion last Thursday. He did practice last Wednesday, so it's unsure when the concussion occurred. Most likely the concussion occurred Wednesday. It's unlikely it occurred during the game last Sunday because a delayed onset three or four days out from a concussion would be very unusual. So expect him to be out for the Thanksgiving game, maybe be back for the game after that. Kenny Galladay likely has a left hip flexor strain. Go back to my episode 25 for video analysis of that. He had an LP last Wednesday, which was good, but then MP Thursday and Friday. Lions typically like to give players a two-week ramp-up before playing. The two NPs may reset that timeline. Also, Kenny Galladay's contract situation may be a factor in all of this, determining how long he sits out from this injury. Go back to my last episode, 32, for explanation of all this, as well as why David Bakhtiari's contract situation is relevant. Danny Amendola will be out for Thanksgiving as well. He had MP all last week, so he's not going to have enough time to get up to full practices this week. He was listed with a hip injury, possibly a hip flexor strain, same as Kenny Galladay. With a mild severity, that's a two- to four-week injury. So he may be back for December 6th with Bears, but maybe out even longer than that. Now, Stafford played the whole game. He likely has a right thumb sprain, possibly of the ulnar collateral ligament. He played the whole game, no issues. He should play on Thanksgiving, no problems there. His x-rays were negative, as reported early last week. It was also reported that he had a partial tear early last week. Now, here's a quick note about that. Any kind of sprain or strain is medically defined as a tear. So anytime a reporter reports a tear, it changes absolutely nothing. So don't let it scare you. Don't let it affect you in any way. Any sprain is a partial tear, and it doesn't change anything going forward. Now, his spraying of his thumb may have affected his accuracy during the Panthers game, as he was not accurate, even on very short throws. Quick throws out to the flat for wide receiver clings. He was off on those. He had trouble converting third and shorts. So possibly his thumb injury has affected his accuracy, although he has not been playing great this whole year. This is one of the worst years of his career, so I'm not going to blame his performance on the injury at this point. Now, we've seen other quarterbacks across the league play a lot better than Stafford this year, including a guy like Justin Herbert, who's made a lot more plays this year than Stafford has. And I know some people are saying we should have drafted Herbert in the draft. Well, if there was a redraft, Herbert probably goes second overall, based on what we know at this point. But that does give us Chase Young, as a consolation, which would be very helpful to the Stephens. Speaking of the draft, let's talk about Jeff Akuda, who's been disappointing this year. 
Well, he had an injury in this game, so let's go to the video here for that. This is in the fourth quarter. Here he is at the top of the screen, number 30, in the right upper part of the screen right there. Flies in for the tackle, gets hit, stays on the ground for a little bit. Possible concussion, hard to say. They're holding his head like they're worried about a concussion. There was no fencing posture, which would have suggested he was knocked out. Now here's a better look at this slow motion. He gets hit on the left shoulder there. It doesn't look like his head gets hit very strongly. It doesn't look like he hits the ground with any severe whiplash type impact. He certainly could still have a concussion, but hopefully he avoided a concussion and we're just dealing with the left shoulder injury at this point. So he's probably going to miss some time based on the severity of how that looked on the video. Now, as far as his play this year, definitely disappointing. My main concern with him is his athletic ability. His speed is concerning. Not only has he not shown any catch-up speed, which is something you'd like to see from a first-round cornerback, especially number three overall, but he hasn't had even keep-up speed for much of this year. We saw this against the Panthers with DJ Moore, who just ran past him and pulled away from him for a deep throw early in the game. Now, Jeff Akuda's 40 time was a 4.48 during the combine. A lot of people have said, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's good enough. But at this point, I don't know if it's good enough. I, don't, I think people might realize that his speed is a concern. As a point of comparison, DJ Moore's combine speed was a 4.42, so slightly faster. Not a huge difference there. But Akuda is not keeping up with guys. He's having trouble keeping up with guys on these crossing routes not showing up catch-up speed. So my main concern with him is his athletic ability. Now, maybe there's an injury component to all this because he did have a hamstring injury earlier in the year and had to miss a game. So maybe he's having lingering effects from injury. Maybe next year we'll see him show better athletic ability. That's what we need to hope for because right now it's not looking great. Now, Mike Ford had an injury during this game. So let's talk about that. Third quarter, 14-minute mark. He's going to come in here, number 38, at the bottom of the screen here. Right there, it looks like he's motionless for a couple seconds, possible fencing posture right there for three or four seconds. So a concussion is a strong possibility here. Now, we'll keep running the video. Right now, they're stabilizing his head. So they're worried about a concussion, worried about spinal cord. I think he likely had a stinger on this play as well as a concussion. I think his left hand is probably feeling a little tingly. Here's the play right here. You can see his head get pushed, torqued and bent to his right side, which would cause a left side stinger. Now, here on the video, 
we'll run this again. You also see his head whiplash back and hit the ground. A double impact type injury, which can often cause a concussion. Now here he is walking off the field. One thing I want you to keep an eye on is his left hand and his left arm, the way he's holding it, the way he moves his left hand. You'll see that he flexes his left hand, moves it around a little bit, almost like he's trying to feel for the sensation in his left hand. Now that might be nothing, but given that I strongly suspect he has a left side stinger, that would support that argument. So I suspect Mike Ford has a concussion and a stinger. He'll be out for the Thanksgiving game. Now, other injury notes during the game, Reggie Raglan injured what looked like his left leg in the second quarter, but he was back in the third. I didn't see anything obvious on video. TJ Hawkinson in the second quarter, got, second quarter got his right shoulder hit, but he was back, played the rest of the game. Vitae started the game at right guard. He's been having a left foot issue all year. Uh, he missed last game. I've been saying he should probably miss multiple games to try to get that foot right. He was replaced at the start of the third quarter by Ode Abushi. I'm sure if that was injury-related or if it's just trying to work Vitae gradually back in. Regardless, the offensive line was a disaster the whole game, regardless of who was playing. That was a major, major impact on the offense as well as Stafford's performance during this game. Now, quick notes on some coaching strategy during the game. Very disappointed with the coaching all year, of course. Now, there are a couple fourth down early in the game where the Lions had fourth and short around midfield. They could have gone for it, instead decided to punt it. I hate that passivity on offense. The defense also continues to be passive the entire year, including this game. They did do some blitzing in the first half. Saw some Justin Coleman cornerback blitzes. I think I saw three of them during the game, so that was good to see. But in the second half of games, there's not enough pressure on the quarterback, not enough blitzing, not enough getting guys in the face of quarterbacks. This is P.J. Walker's very first start, and we're making it just too easy on these backup quarterbacks. We saw Alex Smith, who was a third-string quarterback, light us up. We saw Mitchell Trubisky, who's basically a second-string quarterback, light us up. We've seen quarterbacks in their first game ever light us up, like Kyler Murray last year, like Sam Darnold a couple years ago. So this game, P.J. Walker lit us up. Any P.J. could have lit us up. P.J. Carlissimo could have lit us up. Anybody because our defense is so passive, doesn't make the quarterback worry or be concerned about anything. Now, on offense, I'm also disappointed with some strategic issues, specifically Adrian Peterson, Peterson running him on first and second downs, getting these two-yard gains, putting us in these third and fives, third and eights, which Stafford had big-time trouble converting this game. I've been saying we need to use AP as a decoy, pass the ball on 90% of the time that Adrian Peterson is in the game until the defense starts getting out of this rung mentality. We should be able to take advantage of Adrian Peterson as a decoy. And we actually did that at the end of the third quarter. On third and one play, we faked it to AP, passed it to a wide-open TJ Hawkinson for a 35-yard reception. How come we're not doing that? all game long. Why is it taking us 10 games into the season 
to figure out these very simple strategic issues. So disappointed with the offensive strategy. Overall, I've been fine with Daryl Bevel, but there is starting to be a concern on the offensive side of the ball as well. And of course, the defensive side of the ball is a disaster with Matt Patricia's defense. All right. Thanks for listening. Find me on Twitter at Jimmy Liao MD or leave comments on my YouTube channel.